This is the Average Guy Network, and you have found Home Gadget Geeks, show number 179, recorded on August 14th, 2014. Here on Home Gadget Geeks, we cover all the favorite tech gadgets that find their way into your home. News, reviews, product updates, and conversation, all for the average tech guy. I'm your host, Jim Collison, broadcasting live and early from the Average Guy.com studios here in Bellevue, Nebraska. And of course, we post the show with world-class show notes each week out at theaverageguy.tv. If you have questions, comments, or contributions, you can contact the show to send me an email, jim at theaverageguy.tv. You can find me on Twitter, and that will be very important for this podcast, finding me on Twitter at Collison, or now you can... Call in those questions, and like we've said before, you can even give me a crank call if you want. That's fine. 402-478-8450. It's a great way. If you're just thinking of something, listening to the show on your phone, and uh, we raise a question, just 402-478-8450. That works really well in the U.S. Cassie, I don't know about the U.K. But no, I don't think so. <laughs> maybe not. Call those, call those in, and we'll play them right here on the show. And now Home Gadget Geeks is a part of the Geeks Network. Find links to this show and many other great podcasts out at thegeeksnetwork.com. You can join us in chat, watch, or listen live on YouTube, Spreaker, and find all the navigation over at theaverageguy.tv. All right, we've got a fun, uh, action-packed, information-packed morning. I'm here with Cassie Hayes from Social Bro. And, Cassie, we joked earlier that in the United States, we we have this thing, when we say bro, now we say brah. Right. So is it social bro or social bra? Well, actually, social bro stands for social browser, but we do ah. get a lot of people saying, hey, social bro, how you doing? That's yeah, funny. It, it stands for the abbreviation of social browser. So. Yeah, okay. Well, that's good to know. We made fun of it. I hope that's okay. That <laughs> no, is... that's fine. Everyone does it. Yeah, it's, it's a U.S. thing, you know. Yeah, so. it definitely is. <laughs> well, thank you for uh, t- for taking some time today to be a part uh, of this interview with uh, Home Gadget Geek and we're excited. You know, a little outside of our, you know, typically we handle gadgets and stuff, but I've been covering more cloud storage and more social. This uh, this came up, uh, it's mentioned to you early in the pre-show, this came up because at work at Gallup, uh, where I work my full-time job, we uh, I worked with a high school internship team, and we spent the summer, we called it the summer of Twitter, and so we spent all summer trying to maximize our Twitter accounts there at Gallup, and in an article I was reading, a gal mentioned uh, just in one of the sentences she's mentioned, and then I use Social Bro to kind of, uh, you know, go and and follow and unfollow some people and clean up my tw- Social Bro. What's this all about? <laughs> so I went out and checked it out, uh, got into the tool, and then I contacted you guys and said, "Hey, would you be interested in coming on and talking about it?" So thanks for taking a few minutes today to be a part of this. No problem. Thank you for having me. So you, uh, we're we're calling you in the UK, but you're you're not from the UK, right? You're on no. the, you're from the other side of the pond. Uh, what what brought you to the UK? Was it the job? Uh, no, I I moved over about three and a half years ago. I've been with Social Bro for a little bit over a year now, but um, I I needed to move to a city, and I thought, why not London? So that was basically why. <laughs> why not? And London's a great city to be in. Why? Well, tell me a little bit about the history of, of Social Bro, where it came from. You know, all these generate maybe from a late night idea. You know, some guys like, oh, there's got to be a better way yeah. to do this. Tell me a little bit of the history about uh, about the organization. Well, it's actually from the guys who I don't I don't know if you'd know, but Follow Friday. Have you come across on a Friday? You see a hashtag Follow Friday or hashtag FF. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it's from them. They they created this thing about. Uh, 
endorsing other followers. So you put a hashtag FF or hashtag follow Friday on a tweet and they were like computing all these rankings and they were getting all these tweets and tallying them up and then pushing out these rankings at the end of the day. And actually the reason why Follow Friday became big was because Miranda Kerr saw that she was on the top of a ranking once. Miranda Kerr being an Australian supermodel. Yes. Uh, yes. And she retweeted the tweet about their ranking. So then Follow Friday kicked off. And then, as you said, one afternoon in the dark, dingy place of Spain, where it comes from, they were sitting there saying, well, who are these users that are actually doing these rankings? Who are the people that are tweeting about these people and why? And that's pretty much how SocialFro came about. So it's all about finding the individual user behind the tweet. So it's a very cool story. Yeah, and it, it really does, as I've looked at it, and we're going to take it, we're going to dive deep into the tool here in just a second, and you're going to tell me how to use it correctly, because I've been stumbling <laughs> through it and trying to figure it out. No, it's actually really, really very easy to use, and so so excited to kind of walk through it. But is uh, is most of the development, most of the work done there, or are you guys kind of spread out across Europe? Do you have offices here in the U.S.? How's, how does that work? No, so at the moment we uh, have two main offices, uh, one in London and one in Spain. So we have most of the development work happening in Spain, um, and then we've got a few of the team in London as well, so that's where I am. But yeah, they're, they're the only two places we have okay. at the moment, but we will be moving around more. Yeah, London and Spain, same time zone? No, Spain's a little bit a little bit ahead. I think Spain's an hour ahead of us yep. at the moment. A little yeah. bit ahead. Do you find you know, a lot of social media is, of course, based in the Silicon Valley. I'm a Silicon Valley kid. I grew up in California and moved out to Nebraska. A couple yeah. hours difference between us. Do you find the time difference with the Silicon Valley matters at all with all things social coming out of uh, Cupertino and Sunnyvale? Or is it really just a you know, flat world at this point? I mean, I guess the whole point of Twitter is that everyone is there. So it's basically like the social media world within the world. Yeah. So. It doesn't, I mean, obviously we see a lot of things where when we're sleeping we'll wake up in the morning and we're like, oh, that happened because of this, oh, we need to get on this right now and blah, blah, blah. So topical things like that, it's, it's a bit difficult with the time zone. But other than that, I mean, social media is everywhere. <laughs> One of the things, so we'll, t we'll look at the tool here in a minute, is automation. And of course, automation helps with yeah. that while, while you're sleeping. Uh, was the World Cup, you know, the World Cup was on our side of the, of the world this this time for a change, which it, it is not always. Did you guys find that a struggle? That was a huge Twitter event. Uh, it like, was, you know, yeah. Do, do you guys see a lift when, when there are gigantic Twitter events going uh, on around? Do you guys see a lift? Definitely, definitely. Like, majorly. I think with the World Cup, uh, being in London helped a little bit because all it meant was that uh, the games were maybe a little bit later in the evening, so I had to stay up till about midnight or one, which is past my bedtime, um, <laughs> and watch the game. So I had to kind of know what was going on so that if something huge happened, like the Brazil-Germany game that we were talking about before, then we could kind of do something around that. So, yeah. yeah had to be on the ball there. <laughs> yeah, well, literally. And, um, and so... <laughs> It does, you know, I always find that as those events are going on, it's hard to keep up. And I, I've been working on ways to appear. I was on vacation uh, two weeks ago, and, uh, and one of the, when I got back, one of the gals was like, you were working on vacation. I'm like, no, no, I really took some time off. She's like, I kept seeing your tweets. And I was like, oh, no, that's automation. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, and so there's a lot of good ways to, to, um, to still work Twitter or any of these oh, social yeah, definitely. going forward. And, and so so um, socialbro.com. Tom, if what is your pitch to people? If what's the elevator, you know, speech that you have when people say why? 
Why why Twitter? Why social? Why, bro? Yeah, why social, bro? What what do you offer that that other folks don't? I mean, as I said before, you've the reason why Twitter, you've got basically the world sitting on this platform. So, it's like another way of connecting with your audience. It brings so many different locations together. And then why social, bro, is because I mean, if you get every other analytics tool, Twitter analytic tool out there, we have all of the features and tools from them in our own platform, and our insights and stats are just so much more in depth. I know that sounds very biased coming from me, but I swear it's no, true. No, it's good. It actually, it, it's actually, you're very true in a lot of ways. I mean, mm -hmm. and I'm not just saying that either. I was super impressed when I logged in, and everybody that I've shown, I'm like, hey, i got to show you this tool. They're like, they look at the analytics and they're like, "Wow, yeah, interesting." And so let's take a if you're if you're ready, let's yeah. take a few minutes. Let's dive in. I'm going to go ahead and cl uh, click my screen over to the the shared screen, so the viewers now are seeing uh, kind of the dashboard. This is what you what you faced when you get in there. This is my live at Jay Collison Twitter accounts, the one I've been using since 2007. And uh, have grown to about 1,545 followers. Oh, well and done! I, and I thank you. And I am getting close to that 2,000 limit on the on the following. I've been raising and lowering that, trying to inch <laughs> my followers up. To 2000. <laughs> Are there other with Twitter? I know there's a 2,000 cap, uh, so they they they're very careful. You can't get more. You can't go over 2,000 followers until you've got, um, or you can't follow more than 2,000 followers until you have at least that ratio. That amount, yeah. Are there other boundaries that you know of or limits on Twitter that become something you can help people with? Um, I don't really think there's any other limits. There's a few limits on different features that they have, like direct messaging. You can't direct message a certain amount of people um, uh, uh, over a certain amount of people in a day, but that's only because... And I think that's 1,000, is that right? No, it's 250 DMs Ooh. per day, oh, but that's, good that's because, you know, to stop spamming. So you don't want to get people who are just on the platform DMing people like, hey, hey, look at this, look at this. So yeah, well, you can go crazy with some of these automation tools, right? That, exactly, that, yeah. And, and you're like, and even, even if you're not trying to be a spammer, I've spammed. Um, I'm sure you haven't because you've personalized it in some way. Well... <laughs> yes, but still, it's with some auto follows and some other things like that, mm. and especially with search like search queries where I've run out. Hey, anytime they hashtag whatever, cybersecurity was one of them. Yeah. Send them a note inviting them to come listen to the podcast. Well, yeah. that works great, assuming everyone's going to tweet that hashtag one time. But what happens That's when a conversation good. starts and they're constantly hashtagging the conversation? Then and then it goes at them a million times. Yeah, then you start spamming those people. And yeah, I got yeah. some nasty notes back from a couple of them that were like, ooh, unfollow, you spam me. You know, well, sorry. <laughs> you know, sorry, well, let's, man. Let's talk about your tool. Um, when we log into the dashboard here, uh, a pretty good look at my followers and following. And then as I see it down the left-hand side, it's all my followers' analytics. So everything yeah. has to do with my followers. So new followers for the day. And, and the account runs the free account. You guys were gracious enough, full disclosure, you guys were gracious enough to hook me up with a pro account. That So I've got a lot of, of stuff that maybe doesn't come with the free account. But a lot yeah. of this stuff comes free as well So mm -hmm. uh, with the free account. So n number of new followers. And it runs once a day automatically, but I could run it anytime I want. Is that right? The, yeah. The, so if you go into your actual profile, I think I can't really see your screen at the moment, but there's a little um, go down like to the bottom circle arrow. Go down I to the bottom where you see. Can you see the little small screen with me? Yeah. Click on that. <laughs> click on that one time. Right. I got it. 
All right. There we go. Here we are. <laughs> there you okay, go. well, where your cursor is, if you just move to the right, then that little circle, if you click that, we can auto, we'll, we will manually sync it for you. So and that's now, how you can request a sync. But other than that, it's automatic every, uh, I think it's every 24 hours. Yeah, I think so. And I'm, I'm, it looks like about 8 p.m. here. I am 8 to 10 p.m. each night. I'm auto synchronizing. So we'll leave it just so that it's. Yeah, yeah. I like the 24th. Don't want to mess it up. <laughs> I, well, I get an email from you guys. This is the cool. Uh, once yeah. a day, I get an email that says, hey, your social bro account has grown. That's great when that happens. <laughs> Sometimes it says it's decreased. And, oh, you no. Know, every once in a while. Every, every once in a while. And so um, we've got some analytics going down here, some engagement stats. Mm -hmm. Now, this is the, the engagement stat window here. This is available, not available on the free version, but available because I've got the pro account. Exactly. What, is this t what is this telling me here at this point? So I, we've got some time. I, I assume this is in the last 24 hours. The, the green represents favorites. The mm -hmm. orange is mentions and blues yep. are retweets. Is this just a quick kind of activity counter for me? Exactly. So if you look at the top navigation bar, in analytics, you have tweet analytics. And that's kind of a small snapshot, a snapshot of what happens from tweet analytics. Okay. So it's just showing you, for big brands and for companies, it's quite good. And even for yourself, it's good to see what content is working. So you can see what tweets are getting the highest engagement or how many people are mentioning you in that day. You can kind of check if it's to do with a particular campaign for a brand. Um, yeah, so it's just it's just really telling you how your content is doing on Twitter. And then as I scroll down, I see, uh, let's look on the left-hand side. So I look at followers, <laughs> new followers, recent followers. This is kind of handy to be able to see who's following. One of the interesting things for me as I've been going through this, um, the, if you compare new followers and recent unfollows, and you look at those unfollows, you do, I do see a lot of Twitter marketing people following and unfollowing. Right? Ah, that, you guys that see is that as a trend? No, I, I've never noticed it myself, but I will notice a lot of the days I go into my own account and I'll see there's like, you know, a few people that I, I saw that had followed me the day before, and then I look in the unfollow, and then they've just unfollowed me as well. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's unfortunate. But it, <laughs> Good to see. So you see those people who are actually, um, you know, going in just to follow you, so that you try and follow them back. So it's a bit of a strategy. But. Well, that's kind of a huge strategy on Twitter. Mm -hmm. right? For a while, there was kind of a follow back rule. If someone followed yeah. you, you followed them back. That was the courteous thing to do. Marketers. Yeah. I mean, I just get hammered by of internet course. marketers. It is that is kind of the dark side of Twitter, right? That there's. Yeah. Just, I had no idea there were as many people as good at writing or being, you know, being a social media marketer as there yeah. are out there. I know, I right? There's so I many. Realize how many people wrote books? I mean, it seems like <laughs> everybody has a book. Yeah. On Twitter. So yeah, as I look at these uh, recent unfollows down here, let's see if you can see that. Yeah, good. It's popping up on the screen. So. Yeah, this like this um, this big fan page boost from Facebook. They they just uh, followed me a couple days ago. And, yeah, uh, you do have some. I could click on that. You do have some analytics that come up on the left, which are helpful. Yeah. So exactly what I will mention is one of the key things about Social Bro is that all of the widgets that you see on your dashboard here, they're all interactive. So it's not we don't just give you the numbers or give you the stats. If you click on that number, it'll take you into the individual users so you can see all of those people, which is amazing. And as you can see in the left-hand corner, you've got all the different info about that one particular user. 
Yeah, no, it is amazing. There's a lot of information in there, uh, you know. And, and then, you guys have this influence ranking. Let's talk a little yeah. bit about that because that'll come up uh, as as you look at as we look at it. Are you calculating that? Was this the stat that these guys were calculating with Follow Friday, and and how or how does that work? No, so it's actually Cred, which is a third party integration. So they calculate it themselves. Um, but it's like uh, having another tool inside Social Bro. So we've integrated with them so they're able to uh, you know, see our users and stuff and we get a uh, credit influence score from them. And, and the high score is 1,000, is that right? On, on exactly. And yep. what's, the, what's the number underneath it mean? It um, I'm not actually sure. I okay. think that's to do with their outreach. Okay. Yeah, it's just one of those influence scores, right? So the higher you get to a thousand, the more kind of perceived influence they have based on an algorithm that cred. Exactly. Yeah. So a good influence score for cred is about, you know, maybe above eight fifty to a thousand. Okay. And you can see here, big fan page boost is offering. I will add instant eight thousand Facebook fan page likes for five bucks. <laughs> I, I see a ton of that on Twitter. Honestly, yeah. it's kind of what turns people off to Twitter sometimes. Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff on Twitter, but like anything, you have to kind of filter it out. Exactly. And so you've, we got a little work to do there. Okay, let me close that out. That's that's a page we'll come back to again because sure. because it's very very important. So new followers, recent followers. This is kind of uh, how do you how do you recommend? Let's as we walk through these. How do you recommend people use these tools? So when I, I, I see a list of my new followers and recent unfollowers, is there anything, I, as a Twitter person, anything I should be doing with this? Well, my so your new followers, a good thing to do with your new followers is to basically put them into a list. Or in Social Bro, you can put a tag on them. So And, and with the, the automation tool that we were talking about before, we only recommend good automation, which one of them would be to add a tag to the profile of all the new users who, you can do uh, all different filters and options uh, yourself, so you can define a criteria, or you can just do it for any new follower that you receive, add a tag to their profile saying new follower, and you can track that person. So, I mean, if they start interacting with you, if they start, uh, if they unfollow you, then you're able to see that as well. Like it's just really good to um, track the you know how the retention and the churn of your community. Yeah, and you actually have a kind of a retention report in here as well. Yeah, yeah, we, we do. Yeah. Take a peek at. So we'll come back to that. How do I tag at this point? So I clicked James. He's actually a SharePoint guy. This is a real guy, by the way. So he's this isn't one of those crazy marketers. <laughs> he's a he's a Microsoft Gold partner in the UK. Mm -hmm. um, and I didn't pick him just because we're talking to the UK today. But so <laughs> I, I pulled up his profile. How do I tag him? What's the best way for me to tag him at this point? Okay, so what we'll have to do is if you go uh, click the number five that's next to his right there. Yeah, exactly. You've got that. If you select him. Okay. Here. Yeah. So you can select him. If you click out of the on the left hand side, you've got his profile up, but you can see. Um, so I click. Yeah, click, click out of that. Oh, exactly. There we go. Okay. And we've got all of these. So if you, there, right there, you've got tags. Mm -hmm. So and you I haven't don't... got any tags so far. So to create a tag, if you go down on the bottom, if down you can here. see the bottom, yeah, mm -hmm. if you see selected, yep. then click selected and you can add a tag. So add tags. Right, add tags, add black. So add whitelist, add bl to blacklist. I could blacklist them for right exactly. if I wanted to as well. Yep. Remove, force, add 
to a list, remove from a list, add tags. That one right there. Exactly. And then uh, in this point, so you I need to create a tag. So you can say UK marketing man or yeah, we'll put we'll put SharePoint at this SharePoint. point. Boom, and he's tagged. He is now tagged onto my exactly. SharePoint so list. So now you've got a SharePoint list there. So you can um, you can create a rule in the rule function that we were talking about. Um, that for all the users, and maybe he has SharePoint in his bio, or do you just know that he's a SharePoint person? He had SharePoint in his bio. Yeah, he yeah. had. So if you you can create uh, in the rules, you can create for everyone who has SharePoint in their bio to add the tag to that yeah. list. Okay. So that um, all those people with those tags, you can go in, you know, once a month, once a week, and just check those people out. Make sure you're, you know, interacting with them if that's part of your strategy, if they're important to you. Perfect. Well, that's 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 good advice. I have not used lists or tags, so that oh, that's... lists are amazing. You need to get using lists. Talk a little bit about lists. What's the benefit to me? I, I love a list. Okay. Um, so, so for you, a great thing for a list would be, um, you know, if you wanted to extend the reach of your podcast, you can uh, search in social where you can search all of Twitter um, using the keyword maybe I don't know uh, gadget. <laughs> yeah. Sure. If you wanted to find new people for Home Gadget Geeks, mm -hmm. um, and then all, it'll return all the people uh, that have Gadget within their bio, and then you can kind of filter through those people and add them to a list. And it, it's like a strategy to build new relationships and uh, you know try and get people listening to the podcast, basically. So you just let them know, you know, gently nudge them. And a list is a great thing. So I use lists myself for influencers within the industry. So I have all these influencers um, in a Twitter list. So I have them monitoring them every day, seeing what they're talking about. If they're talking about something that's relevant to Social Bro, I can just nudge them and say, hey, hey, you know, we're here too, so check us out. So it works very well for uh, building relationships, basically. So lists really make it efficient if I want to try and zero in on a group of influencers or zero in on a group I, that I know is going to be talking about something. Exactly. I show up on 60-some lists. I did some a little bit of checking. Oh, that's very that. cool. It's scary is what it is. <laughs> but but like, wow, that's 60 is pretty good. So yeah, most great. of them are tech, podcast, you know, those, those kinds yeah. of lists. So. Okay, and so I haven't done that. So I, I could just go through, create a few lists, and maybe, maybe it's other... Uh, tech folks who are talking about gadgets, or really, it's I see a lot of folks with profiles who say, you know, hey, I'm a dad with kids and I love tech, right? That's kind of a real yeah. common, uh, and so maybe target them, put them on a list, and and exactly. when they when they tweet something, like you say, gently nudge, tweet back, right? Yeah, so like it's a hey, quick way. Because the social stream, podcast? when you follow 2,000 people like I do, there's no way to watch the the entire stream at once. Exactly. This is, I think, what frustrates people, right? Mm -hmm. is, I mean, I get a tweet a second, you know, at that point. There's no way. Yeah. To, so lists are the way to, to get around that. Exactly. So lists are like customizing your news feed um, for what you want to see at a particular time, basically. Okay. Well, one more thing to do. I'll have to now start going <laughs> We'll back have to and, start doing lists. <laughs> and doing, yeah, start, have, to be, have to be better about that. Let's scroll down a little bit. You've got a great interactive map. We won't talk too much about that, but if you want to know where I think your Twitter followers are coming from, exactly. right? they're plotted on the map, and you can kind of, it makes sense to me as we look at my map, mostly in the United States. Yeah. Uh, a lot of followers, but uh, but some, you know, the UK is, is dark, and Australia is dark as well, and that's kind of what I know. That's where most of my uh, audience is. That's where most of the English-speaking world is, and so that, that works out really well. <laughs> that makes well. sense. That makes sense. It does. Um, 
so what I'm inter interested in here is not following you back. And yeah. uh, so I look at, you know, I follow 1,500 people. You have a busy street there today. This, uh, today with I know, the... I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's I awesome. I could see someone walking behind me just before. I was like, uh, oh, <laughs> No, it happens. It's fine. Uh, we're a real laid-back podcast. So <laughs> not following you back. I have, you know, half, it seems like, of my followers or so or that I'm following don't follow me back. Is that a problem? Does it, how do I use that stat? Well, so basically, this is another great thing for your list or your tags. You can add a tag to all those users. Uh, you know, start wooing them. Try, try contacting them on Twitter and, you know, it, it is a strategy thing and it, it does uh, require a bit of time, um, but it's, it's community building, right? So you follow these people for a reason, you want them to follow you back. Obviously, there's a lot of, uh, I can see Twitters on there and YouTube and CNN, and Barack, Barack they Obama. might not <laughs> follow you back. I'm not sure President Obama really can. <laughs> But but it is a strategy, right? I I might exactly, and you can add up to one thousand people into a Twitter list. So you, I mean five five thousand people, sorry. So nine hundred and eighty, you're set. You can add them to a list, and I don't know if you wanted to monitor their tweets throughout the day, uh, check out if they're saying anything about you, that kind of thing. Sure. Sure. Okay. And uh, it, it's a little disheartening. I just admit, you go, ah, oh, following all these people. They don't follow me back. <laughs> Many of them have, uh, as we look at this list, let's just click in, and we talked about those those scores. And this gives you a great view of this kind of the analytics that you get, right? On Yeah, exactly. And so with, with uh, President Obama being number one up there, he's got a clout score, uh, no, cred score, sorry, a cred score of 1,000. Mm -hmm. And I have a lot, a lot of these, but really, probably not a good chance of many of them necessarily doing anything back. I mean, that's the reality of it. Right? Yeah, exactly. So, but at least it's some stats there. And in in this case, with 980, they're on multiple pages, so I could come down to the bottom here and roll through and see. And I might, um, you know, here here's probably a good example. Upper left hand corner is Will Wheaton, and Will is very active. He's an actor here in the United States. Was yeah. You know, He's very active on Twitter and maybe a guy who would actually tweet or retweet something if you That's tweeted him, right? And so he is that if you just know that maybe you know you might have an opportunity um, uh, LeVar Burton would be another one there right below him that mm -hmm. is fairly active and you just might the nudge I like the way you say it the, the nudge, nudge. The soft touch. You give them a nudge. You just. What you can do as well is if you if you cancel out of uh, James, who we were looking at before, if you just quit out of his window, you've got. Uh, if you go back to the filter tab. How do I do that? Do I? Uh, so oh, just click I on. I messed it up. Once. No, that's all right. If you go back to the. Um, exactly, you're there. Oh, down so here. Go back to the, the lines. No, no, no. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> Do, so don't you wish you had that. control of this? <laughs> no, I'm pointing at the computer, and then I realize that I'm not. You can't no, Jim, see what it's I'm right doing. there. It's right there. Can't you see? <laughs> so next to the little mini world on the left-hand side, you see those lines? In the mini world, yeah, here. No, 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 oh, just down, just down. This one, yeah. There. Yeah, we okay. got it. So there, are your filter options. So you can okay. filter by influence, by followers. Uh, you know who's following them. Uh, so that's another great one for you to use. I think, and I have used this before, especially yeah. with the tweets per day. Exactly. That's a that's a great filter, right? Yeah, yeah, and these move really easy. So, for example, mm -hmm. if I wanted to see 
Um, I think I did this with like just friends. I want to know how often they were tweeting. So there's a there's one uh, people you're following, and I want to know who's tweeting how many times per day. And you can set this filter then, and then see. And if they're not tweeting, I was like, oh, kind well, of. Then why am I following you? Exactly. Especially mm -hmm. when I needed room, right? I got to the 2,000 cap, and they weren't letting me add anymore. <laughs> Right, so I started slowly because there's some rules around that Twitter on how many you can yeah. find, right, or follow and unfollow. So, anyways, okay, so this, yeah, I'd forgotten about this. This, this is, uh, this gives you some really good time since last tweet too, which is a really right. So mm, you that write. one's a great one um, for cleaning up your community, basically. So you can check out. I mean, I don't know what a good uh, timing would be, but someone who hasn't tweeted in like three months is. I mean, do you really want to start following them and doing a whole strategy keep trying to get them exactly. on board? Keep following them exactly. Keep following. So yeah. yeah, yeah. In this case, so I limited that down. So these are the influencers who are that group, right? That's not following me back. And four are companies we all follow in our community. So Acronis, of course, does some backup, and we're we're backup guys. Acronis, my media is a cloud storage company. MSI is a hardware company. Mm -hmm. Ski Cooper is where I go skiing in the winter. I'm a little disappointed <laughs> that they're not tweeting. The fifth one is my son. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so great! Isn't that funny? Yeah, he's. Yeah, he he's obviously a, loves Twitter. Big avid fan of Twitter. Not, yeah, not so much. <laughs> not so much. So, but it's it feels wrong to not, to stop following your own children. You know? I mean, it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe we'll leave him, but the others, this is a, a note for all of them. Maybe you should start tweeting, guys, otherwise Jim will unfollow you. It's very it's very <laughs> possible, but it is a good, do you, do you recommend, I mean, at this point, if they haven't tweeted in a year, chances are they've abandoned. I mean, I know at Gallup, we have, I don't know, 15 Twitter accounts at Gallup for our various departments. Some of the departments have chosen to stop tweeting, but they don't want to give up the, the at you know, they want to keep from a they marketing. Want to keep the, yeah, the name. Yeah, yeah. I, I get it, but yeah, I mean, yeah. How hard is it to tweet? <laughs> well, for person for someone who's in that business, <laughs> saying that, but but true. Yes, very. True. I mean, yeah, very biased coming from me. But. Very biased coming from you. So, um, famous people. So let's talk about because that's another interesting one that's in here. Famous people that you mm -hmm. follow. Um, what and then famous followers, right? As we go to the right-hand side, we also get some analytics on the right. Famous? How how are you guys determining who's famous? Like I'm not on there. So <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'll I'll speak to someone just, about getting you on there. <laughs> just kidding. Well, our famous users are basically uh, so Twitter recognizes them by they they have a verified account basically. Um, so if you have a verified account, you well, it's not just that you're famous, but you are verified to be that user. Okay, so pure verified accounts is mm -hmm. basically. Okay, good to know. And then um, newbies, newbie people who are following you, I'm assuming in that graph, that's got the same. If we go back to that, that's probably has some, yeah. And this is what I also yeah. found cool, right, is you, you just use your own search criteria, and if you click on that, it will tell you on the left-hand side then what um, what the search criteria was. So this is exactly. somewhat... Who yeah. has an account age of three months that's following yeah. you and kind of tells. Do you have any strategies for new people that that uh, who are following? I mean, you can easily reach out to them and just say, "Hey, you know, welcome to Twitter. This is what we're doing here." Blah blah. So, I mean, it's a nice it's a, it's a nice strategy as a, a welcome. Uh, you know, people always like to be included and in stuff. So it's nice to just reach out and say, "Hey, hey, I'm using Twitter too." 
let's work together. Let's, does that work? Are you fine? Uh, do you I mean, do I, all this social stuff for, for Social Bro? Are you kind of Yeah, yeah, guy? I do, yeah. And what do you find? What's your best? Like, what's My your best. go-to? What works the best for you? <laughs> what do you like to do the most of with, with Twitter? My so, well, my favorite thing in Social Bro with Twitter is the best time to tweet report because mm. it tells you when to tweet. It's so good. Yeah, um, let's look at that because I think that's a good um, best time to tweet. Let's go yeah. to that. Now, this is for the free account. It's you, they take your top 100. Yeah. Right, and calculate it, and then with the paid account. And how much is the paid account? If if I want to go that route, let's talk about your plans real quick. In if we go in dollars, like in a in American dollars, yeah. or yeah, because we matter. have to. We've got such a different audience here. Well, I always I try and uh, try and uh, switch them around for when I'm speaking to Australians as well, but it doesn't yeah. work. Um, so I think the first one starts off as a basic plan, and it's thirteen ninety five, um, and then you move on from there to professional, uh, which is thirty nine dollars a month. And then you've got business, which is 149, which is really aimed at the big brands and organizations with quite a huge community. And then you've got um, enterprise, which is basically a tailored, uh, tailored account, customized for what what they need. We, so we it get is your very help. much aimed at a higher. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, exactly. Get your, we get your help on that. Good. Personally, you're you're there tweeting. So <laughs> when, I, when I tweeted you guys, it was you that answered the yeah, tweet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why um, you had all the. Uh, so looking forward to speaking to you. <laughs> you did a nice job. You you were you worked well with me on Twitter. It is it is refreshing for me when I do tweet you guys because one of my niches from a podcast perspective is I'm trying to reach small small internet startups or you know we do cloud storage we do a lot of media we do a lot of social. Um, a lot of the big boys get a lot of attention. Yeah. I find my niche is being able to reach out to to some of the smaller or or up and coming, That's and they're just, cool. they're a lot more friendly to me. I'm not a gigantic podcast, but it's a, it's a lot of fun to have you on. So thanks for for that was key. You reached back out to me on Twitter. Yeah. And worked out real well. So we're looking at the the report here. This is um, when my followers are online, right? These are the key times to tweet. How important is it that I mean, I've it's this has shaped this report has shaped how I tweet now. I use Buffer to schedule, yeah. right, my tweet amazing, at, yes. at night anymore, right? Is that smart or should yeah. I? No, no, no. That that's exactly what we do. Uh, so what I would usually do is I'd configure it with Buffer. Um, I also export to Hootsuite sometimes. It depends on what I'm doing. I have both Hootsuite and Buffer, but I'm lucky because obviously I'm with this company. I wouldn't right. usually have so many different tools to play yeah. with. No, but by the way, I think both Buffer and Hootsuite are a minimum for people who are serious about Twitter. I, mean, I completely agree. And yeah. they, they both do different things. Um, although they're both positioned as content management, I think they both do different things. So you kind of need a combination. Um, but luckily, they both work with Social Bro, which is perfect. So. I usually, at the start of every week, I will configure um, our buffer schedule, and then I'll, um, you know, pop in a few tweets, maybe one or two, uh, you know, maybe three for the week that I have that are set tweets. So I know that that's definitely going to go out for that week. Um, I like to still, because it's not, I, I mean, it's not that hard to manage at the moment. So I still like to tweet, uh, you know, in real time, kind of. So if I find something I like, I, I will tweet it straight away. But it's good just to have the backup schedule in case I get overrun doing other things, and you know I don't have the the loads of time to sit there on Twitter and start tweeting different 
articles and things like that. So it's good. Yeah. It, well, one of the things I found is I like there are certain RSS feeds that I like to follow that have very good information in them that I, that I like that fit our community and so I've kind of custom tailored one of my accounts to retweet it goes to Buffer so I use if this then that and it drops it into Buffer That's and then cool. Buffer schedules it so that they're not all jammed in at the same time because yeah, some of those exactly. companies post even though they shouldn't they like post it, their RSS yeah, all at the same all time months. I know <laughs> you're like it's ridiculous. Seen that? I'm sitting there like, oh God, what are you doing? Yeah. And and so you uh, actually at Gallup we do the same thing. One one p.m. Eastern, a bunch of the RSS feeds get updated, and so Buffer kind of spreads those out a little bit yeah. just so your for your followers don't get blasted all at once. Um, so as we're looking at my report here, then the red, of course, is the optimal time uh, for me that my Twitter followers are going to be online. Is that right? Exactly. So the black is the very very best time that you should be tweeting, um, meaning that it's the highest amount of uh, people online at that time. But the, as it gets darker, red, it's the you know more people online there. So. And that's been moving around. That's not a static. Yeah, exactly, yeah. which is amazing, right? I love it. I love seeing it every week and being like, oh, so this week it's these times. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it, well, it's it is an interesting cool social experiment because you're mm. like, okay, I get the Monday at 1 o'clock, right? People get into work. They're they're catching up over the weekend. Yeah. Don't have time to screw around. Then then after lunch, they're like, oh, time to check. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's very true. The great yeah. thing about um, the best time to tweet as well is that you can customize it for particular audiences. So um, in in our social bro, we have a customized best time to tweet for Australians because I like to tweet to our Australian customers sometimes. Nice. Yeah. So we have a particular one for all the users who are Australian, but you can you can use the filter functions that we were going through before, and uh, down the bottom where we uh, you know added a tag to the profile, you can mm -hmm. actually uh, create a customized best time to tweet report. Very cool. Awesome. And yeah. there's some social share here too. If I wanted to if I wanted to drop these out right on my yeah. Own. So that's yeah exactly. So that's basically all your all the stats that are provided below into a, a little tiny bit there for you, and you can tweet it. Very cool. Any anything on these uh, these this is I assume these these uh, graphs are kind of a breakout of that data. Anything else you want to highlight? Exactly. I mean, it's just an extra bit of information for you uh, so that you know where we're getting the actual information from. What I will highlight is your ones, uh, the two graphs down the bottom, which have the tag clouds in them. And amazing. Like, not only do we have the the timing of when to tweet, you've got three uh, clouds here of links, hashtags, and you know topics that your followers talk about. So it, these are, you know, you can design your content around, uh, you know, what these people are talking about. You obviously your one of your biggest ones is podcast as a hashtag, well, that's which good to makes know. sense exactly. I mean, it means you wow, it you've works. got a quality community. So um, but yeah, it, it's great to see that you know the topics, the hashtags, and you see the links as well. Uh, so that way you can design content particularly hmm. for that for that group of people, especially in a customized best time to tweet report. Yeah, I had not looked at this yet. I'd seen these below, mm. but I had not spent any time in them. And that yeah. center one, follow your followers' top hashtags. Mm. And uh, look at that. So Omaha, we talked a lot about Windows Phone, which is there one of the in there. You know, entrepreneur is something, a Gallup thing that we do a lot of, leadership, uh, productivity, 
Hashtag quote. That's kind of interesting that that's uh, that's in there. So, uh, strengths of course shows up. That's good. This exactly. is kind of some validation for me. Yeah. Maybe following so you know, yeah, you've got a quality community. You're doing the right thing, basically. Yeah. Oh, it's good. What's well, this is good. So when I'm writing tweets, uh, uh-huh. these hashtags. Everybody says the there's the hashtag is just super important, and I'm just I'm still struggling to believe that. Is it as important as it used to be, or do I, I mean, worry about it? It, it does. It, it does expand your audience. Like you know, your potential exposure goes up if you are jumping on top of a, a hashtag. But there are so many things that I would say about that. Do not the, the, those people that put their whole tweet in hashtags because they think it's going to get them more exposure. No, don't do that. That's just ridiculous. There are. Uh, I can't remember, but last week I was reading this article and one of the stats. Was uh, like your someone's retention of a tweet, or their their attention to the tweet goes down 50% once once you go over two hashtags, because they look at it straight away and they see it as plug, like because that's what brands, well, I mean bad brands, and you know <laughs> all the yeah. robots out there, um, they just do continual hashtag tweets. So I'd say you know one hashtag in your tweet is great. So if you were Tweeting about an actual podcast. I mean, keep it relevant as well, of course. So don't don't tweet about a podcast and then do hashtag Windows Phone unless it was a podcast with Windows Phone developer or something. Yeah, something. But, you know, what's interesting is I rarely use the hashtag podcast. And you should. And, okay. Because yeah. so what happens when people go on to Twitter? They can, you know, say I wanted to look up podcast. I could type in podcast in Twitter search. And everyone who's talking about that, it'll give me all the tweets. So yours could come up as one of the top tweets, and then that's how you find new followers. So I should probably, whenever, because I've got some auto tweeting going on when I when I post. Uh, my podcast process now is so long, right? You keep we keep adding, we bolt things on to the end of this. Yeah. You know? I I send it out to three or four different aggregation services. I, so I've been trying to autom- automate some of it, so it just happens, uh-huh. so I don't forget it. So I should probably at the end uh, when I'm posting a, a an actual podcast post, right? When I'm doing a post that's got a podcast embedded in it, hashtag podcast would be appropriate. Yeah, exactly. Of course. I mean, okay. you definitely should be doing that. Even if you put uh, hashtag gadgets, hashtag podcast, if it was the home gadget geeks. Right. Right. It would yeah. totally be relevant. <laughs> okay. I need to do more of that. I've been just <laughs> posting my. Uh, I've been posting the just the the title, you know, to the post mm-hmm. itself, and Buffer allows me. That's another benefit of Buffer. It allows it to slow down a minute. I can go back mm-hmm. and review the post and say, exactly. okay, did I get everything in there that I want? And can have I have I spelled everything right? Yes. Oh man, you hit the sweet spot on that one. <laughs> <laughs> me all the time. I'm like, oh um, goodness. I know, and you look at it later. That's always the advantage, you know, when you write mm-hmm. something, you come back to it later, and you can see your errors in it. And uh, Twitter's yeah. the same way. And it always seems like it makes more sense to me as soon as it's live than it yeah. did when I. And I'm like, oh, did I really? It didn't look that did bad when it was sitting yeah. in the buffer. So, um, we are at the 45 minute mark. It always goes so fast, and this is. Oh, it so has. I know it just goes, and I probably talk too much. Anything <laughs> else from the tool? You go through this and do demos on the tool. Anything else you want to highlight on the tool that you normally go through with your customers when you're doing a demo? I mean, there's so many things. It's it's so hard to do it within such a short space of time. Uh, one of the things that we didn't go through earlier, I would say, um, on your main dashboard. So if you're not going into an account, oh. yeah. So when we're here, no, that was right. That was your main dashboard. Yeah. 
So then if you scroll down um, a little bit, you've got, you see where that uh, social bro account is? And it says Twitter accounts. Mm -hmm. So that's, um, you can add third party accounts. So you're able to compare your activity with other users within the community. So that, that's a great one for uh, looking at competitors or looking at someone within the podcast industry who's doing really well on Twitter and you want to know, you know what they're doing, you want to see their activity, you can put them in there and you're able, just like your own account, you're able to explore everything about them, which is awesome uh, for strategy and everything. Uh, you can also do a direct comparison of that account with your own account or up to two different accounts which is amazing. So it's, it's all about you know, competitor strategy and figuring out what someone else is doing so you can kind of borrow their tactics and yeah. build your own. Learn from them, right? Exactly. Yeah, like, hmm. And that's really a lot of social is like, so what's so-and-so doing that's successful? Yeah. And how can I mimic or, or, uh, or learn from that? So in search is the same way, right? I can, I can put in a search and save it. Exactly. So it's a hashtag or a keyword. Uh, so for you, podcast is a huge thing within your uh, followers. So I would say put in hashtag podcast, um, add it in there. It'll it'll obviously take a while to synchronize because it could be any any podcast that they're talking about. But then what you're able to do after that is you can go into that um, once it's returned all the results for you. You can go into that and explore that community just like you would explore your own. Uh, you can add those users to a list. You can put tags on them to make sure that you start following them. So, like a follower strategy, uh, you know, start communicating with them. See if there's any particularly influential ones in there, and say, hey, you know, I do podcasting too, and it's about gadgets. You should you should talk about me. Do it. So that that's another amazing thing. I yeah. think that that home dashboard um, is one of one of the amazing uh, parts of Social Pro. And then obviously yeah. you've got all the other tools, so it's just there's too many to even relay. There, there really are. Uh, <laughs> folks will have to go out socialbro.com. One I did mention earlier that I want to come back to just real quick, and let's see if I can find it again. Oh, this was this followers retention and churn. Yeah. Uh, which I found very, very important. It'll take a second for it to spin up here for me. Yeah, but so this one's an amazing one. Talk me through this report real quick so I understand, because this is what one where I kind of understand how many people are coming and that I'm keeping, right? So yeah, if I'm seeing exactly. a high churn, it's probably marketing or I'm not doing the right things or some of those Exactly. Or, so basically, it's great for your content. So you can see how your content's working. A particularly good thing about this is say that you change uh, your podcasting strategy for a few weeks and you start involving other topics or something like that, you can put um, a, an, a message on your timeline so you know when that period of time happened. And what will happen is you see in the, the week of July, the week of July, the week of July, that section there will tell you when there's been a particular note so it's great for figuring out if a campaign or you know a promoted tweet has actually performed well or if it's dri driven people away from your account. So it's great for testing and trying uh, you know new content. Yeah, so uh, the week of uh, you can see my yeah, so the week of July 6th that looks like it ran for all of my followers and then it's going to trend those, right? The percentages mean uh, what do those percentages mean to me? What is that's the percentage that I'm I'm holding on to? I'm in the uh, exactly. I'm in the retention tab, right? So that's yeah. people who follow me during that week that are still with me. 
Yeah. So what you will see, obviously, when you first put your account in, that was July 5th. So you've yeah. got all of your followers on that day um, because Social Bro works from when you put your account in. We don't do any historic data. Um, but so basically, from there, you can see each week how many uh, how many followers you've got slowly. And then uh, as we get down, you've got 15, 87% of them are sticking around at the moment. So yeah. usually, I mean, uh, with you, it would especially be, it, it would just be people doing the whole follow, follow back thing at the moment. Um, but it, it's great for brands and organizations to figure out when campaigns have done well. Yeah, no, that would make sense. And, and when you're picking up, which campaigns are picking up your really most engaged followers? Exactly. Yeah, so I think the, the higher the percentage gets there, it's not just, uh, sorry, the darker the color gets there. It's not just based on the percentages, it's based on the engagement within your community as well. And a notification just popped up in the corner down here. That's I know, I saw that. The podcast search is ready. This is really cool. Um, well, it is interesting, you know, the 1,462 followers of July, from July 5th when I, when I joined Social Bro. Mm -hmm. um, I've had some pretty good retention from those. Those are some pretty good followers, right? Yeah, but, you've got a great community. They're all but, talking about podcasting. <laughs> but it, it is a good, I mean, the, the ones that I've built over time, you know, I've tried yeah. to slowly build it over time. But yeah. it's interesting, the next week, that retention is terrible. And I've done a bunch of following. So I joined Social Bro. I did the trick where I went in and unfollowed a bunch of people. And then I got this rash of followers, right? It was like... I, all of a sudden, I appeared on the map when I started following. Because there's a whole bunch of people that had followed me that I hadn't followed. And so I was following the rules. What I thought is and you just follow people who follow you. So yeah. I must have followed 200 people that week who had been following me that I, that I hadn't followed yet. And so all of a sudden, that just created this fervor of activity on Twitter. And I was getting follower after follower. I mean, look at the numbers there. I had 50, eh, pretty consistent, 50 that week, a bunch what I learned is in that frenzy of activity, I'm not really getting quality followers at that yeah. point. That's not a great strategy to just follow people who follow you, yeah, but more exactly. curate those those accounts, right? Be be more selective about following mm -hmm. back. So now I don't follow marketers, right? When they when they follow me and they have a book on social SEO, you know, I, uh, everybody's got a book. But when I look, when I do get a follow by, hey, I'm a dad. We were mentioning this. I'm a dad and a husband, and I, you know, I've got kids. And you know, yeah. in their bio, then I go, oh, real person. If yeah. they followed me, I'm going to follow them back. Yeah. And um, and send them a note. And uh, and so that seems to be my retention since has seemed to got has gotten better, right? Yeah, it's exactly. From 71 to 81 to 84 yeah. to 87. So maybe that strategy is paying off. Yeah, I think so. Cool. Well, let's look at that podcast report real quick since it just came up. That was that would be... Uh, so if you go back on the home dashboard, we can go to it from there. And this there would be so, this one right here, right? Yeah. And yeah, so you're able... You have like your normal dashboard like you would if you went into your account. Um, and you've got all the participants there. If you click on that 2,200 number, you've, uh, you can go into the community like you would usually. And they've got all the filters and search function as well. So you can filter out those people and create a customized best time to tweet report. You can, uh, you know, create a Twitter list. Um, wow. Yeah. So it, it's Very great. Cool. Great for that. A little scary that Newt Gingrich is up at the very top there with the podcast. Uh, <laughs> he's a politician here in the United States. So um, very cool. Well, 
Cassie, thank you for uh, for hanging with me this long. I hope we, no we get justice to uh, to the tool in in what we're doing here. I'm I'm excited about. This. I feel like I'm just scratching the surface. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like we're gonna have to do a few more different podcasts. So each time we get higher level of social bro. You no, know, that would be. Are you open to that? If we if we had you back on at some. I'm point always time? here. I'm oh. always. Yeah. Very good. We we have a great relationship with LastPass. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you're familiar with LastPass, but they're a password organizer, and they come on once a quarter, kind of, and update us on what's going on with their tool. A lot of our guys yeah. and gals love LastPass, um, and, and so uh, if you're if you're willing to, if you have new stuff coming out, just contact me. Be social. Send me <laughs> Be <out> social. On, <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> send me a note on Twitter. Hey Jim, we got an exciting thing we want to talk about, and we can have you. Uh, have you back on? So I appreciate you doing that and uh, and coming on today. And I was going to say waking up early, but that was me. That's yeah, that was you. <laughs> Thank you for part. waking up early for me. No, <laughs> it was good to have you. I will tell our regular listeners on this kind of a special edition. We did this live, but we did it early in the morning, and so we'll put this out through our regular podcast feed. But I will remind uh, our regular listeners: Home Server Show Meetup, uh, Cassie. We do a tech meetup in Indianapolis every year. We get fifty guys right. together and talk tech all weekend. There's what's what's better than uh, than that. I'm sure you could pick a lot of things better, but we yeah, really we really enjoy it. And so if you're uh, if you're listening to this and you're near the Indianapolis area, we'd love to have you come out to our to the tech meetup. There's still some spots left. Uh, we have about 20 spots left, and they're going fast. So come join us. The link to that will be in the show notes. So head back and get that done as well. If you are listening, well, by the time I publish this, it won't matter, so I won't say that. And then I want to thank everyone for uh, for using our Amazon affiliate link here at theaverageguy.tv. So theaverageguy.tv slash Amazon uh, funds our tech scholarship fund is what we call it. And I send stuff, I buy stuff for guys and gals. I send it out to them. They review it and post that uh, on our site. And it's a way of getting like really fair reviews, right? Because yeah. like companies didn't buy it, we bought it. And, yeah. and so people can say whatever they want. And uh, we do that all through our Amazon affiliate link. And so I want to say thanks to those who use the Amazon affiliate link to get that done. We'll be doing another podcast late tonight if you're listening to the recorded version of it in our normal time slot, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern. John Nye, who's an ethical hacker, is coming on, and he's going to talk about what he just passed some certifications and is teaching a, um, uh, doing a conference here coming up, or just did one, I can't remember. But uh, he will be on, John will be on tonight. Cassie, again, thanks for coming on. Don't go anywhere. I've got one more okay. request for you before we go. So, okay. Cassie, thanks for, for coming on. It was great having you. It was great to be here. Thank you, Jim. You bet. Thank you.